shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. today. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Ah, oh God. Yes. God is going to bless us today. I don't know how. Amen. They say they want to open the scroll, not so. So let us be opening the scroll. (laughs) Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, Greet somebody next to you. Say welcome to fellowship again. Bring us to this fellowship of life. Ah, you guys, are, I'm praying for myself. When I start breaking out some songs, yeah. Hey. <laughs> I need, they need to lay hands on me. I think you ask the question right now. Somebody needs to lay hands on me because I want to be singing. Honestly, I feel like, I feel God, uh, <laughs> I feel God might the singing anointing for me, because otherwise I won't be preaching again, because like, I'll just be singing, you know, remember when they are doing worship and must be, I'm supposed to go and give charge, I will still be, I don't know how to tell the worshiper to stop worshiping, because I love worship, amen, so you don't see me delaying and using wisdom, amen, <laughs> I'm taking my time. Yes, I'm enjoying the worship too much. So imagine if I could now sing worship. You guys will be in trouble. No word. <laughs> After I finish prevailing the songs, you will see that it's 115. <laughs> so God knowing my person, he now did something to my voice. You get me? <laughs> so you cannot be smooth. But you will smooth in Jesus' name. Maybe when I learn self-control. Today, I'm glad to see you all. You guys are looking lovely. I don't know, there's something that the Word of God does to people. If you're not fine before, if you're not fine before, the Bible, you know how the Bible says the Word gives health to your flesh. I, I don't know if I'm complicating. I said the Word of God gives health to your flesh. are the finest beads. <laughs> you just begin to read it. I, I don't know. After convention, as we just gather, I just see glow. I began to wonder what's going on, man. Do you get me? 
Like, you have some stature. You get me? You got some. You get me? I'm not communicating. My brother is feeling me back there. Really? Cheva, you know feeling Uncle Sam. Look at look at that brother. Look at him. Hey, Kai. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Eternal life works wonders. Come on, Amen. Let's open our Bibles. Amen. I mean, it was a blessed on Thursday. That's a very blessed us on Thursday, amen. I'll see some things, obedience in there. I'll see some culture, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, it's been a long time I even read that scripture that he visited, Jeremiah. Remember, who remembers that scripture where he says, I'll raise pastors. Yeah? Jeremiah 3.14. Let's go there. Let's, let's just... You that. Yes, uh, turn all backsliding children, said the Lord, for I am married unto you. I am married unto you. And I will take you one of a city and two of a family, and I'll bring you to Zion. We don't know what is Zion. Zion is the gathering of righteousness, the sense of righteousness. Amen. So when you are learning Christ, you you've come on Mount Zion. Amen. The Bible says concerning Zion that all my springs are in her, springs of righteousness. Amen. Which is the gospel of Christ. Revealed from faith to faith, not so. So it means that God will bring many to learn righteousness. This is why I'm married. God is married to his church. No matter how stubborn some mule may be in one form or the other, God has vowed. Says, For I am married unto you. Don't worry. By the time I deal with you, you will come on Mount Zion. Amen. For I am married unto you, and I'll take you one of a city and two of a family, and I'll bring you to Zion, and I'll give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you. You need to be fed, my people. You need to be fed. Who me say, I need to be fed. Amen. We need to be fed. We shall feed you with what? Not double double. Everything that double sugar. Yeah. That one day. Amen. But where God is really going. This is double double knowledge and understanding. Is it get me? Uh-huh. <laughs> is it double? This is the God kind of double. Knowledge and understanding. So you not just know him, you understand him. Hey! Imagine you understand your maker. Is that the calling? You can't you can't skip, you can't miss, you won't miss it. You can't miss it when you understand where God is going with you. Where God is going with the body. 
you can't miss it. Right now, many people miss it. You know why many people backslide? Ah, there's no God. Why did they allow COVID to happen? Everything is... God has a plan. If you know the plan, you'll be rejoicing with Him. You'll be rejoicing with Him. If you know the plan that God has for you, has for us, is better than what you can imagine for yourself. And because God knows it's better, He has to supersede your lust sometimes. Yes. And then it not be as though you are suffering. You are not suffering. Amen. They are just trying to redefine some things for you. Amen. What is pain? Pain is when you want something and you don't have it. That's pain. That's the definition of pain. Not so. Uh-huh. So it means that growing up in this world, they've taught us to want many things that we aren't supposed to have. Amen. And so when God is watching you, how does he have to, what does he have to do? How do I save this? <laughs> God, look at this case. <laughs> this case is a tough case. It's like CIA, FBI, <laughs> all of us, all of us. Amen? We need, we need some high authority to actually decode and solve our problem. Our problem is from the heights. Our problem is from a falling creature from the heights. Am I communicating? It means that when when is when they say something is from the heights, it means that you yourself you don't you won't think you have a problem. That's the biggest problem of all. That's the that's the pinnacle of problem. And that's where I see I see men. I remember there was one time many years ago, through a conversation of maybe with my brother's friend, you know, someone was like, I don't believe in God, I don't believe God exists. The kind of confidence the person was talking with. And the thing, and the way the, you know when some people talk with confidence, the thing will strike you. Ah, maybe I should even think this thing again. Then I was weak. <laughs> maybe I should rethink this matter. The way and the person looks like they are doing okay, like literally okay. So by the time I became spiritual, I began to realize that the problem that is worrying that person is a very high problem. That was the first time I began to know that in this Western world, sometimes not demons that is the problem. Demons, if you cast out demon, you may see the demon. When you watch some of those uh, from back in Africa, you watch some of those uh, ministers who do deliverance services. I'm not saying you can't watch many of those, but some of them are problematic. Uh-huh. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. You don't have demons, so why are you watching it? <laughs> if you have demon, you need deliverance now. Are you not delivered? I know none of us here have demons. Because demon cannot hang out in my presence. As you are entering the building, the thing is moving. The problem we are dealing with here is spiritual wickedness in him. <laughs> that one is different. <laughs> no, they are not demons. They are spirits. They are principalities, powers. Then they are rulers. They are talking about heights. Rulers of the darkness of this world. And that's another legend. Spiritual wickedness in high place. From the heights. Meaning they are programming you from the heights. Do you get me? How many of us have watched spy movies? Where CIA is watching you from? From high place satellites. Watching your whole life. You don't know what's going. What's going to happen. <laughs> We're going to eat you. Amen. 
tracking you on your social media and now controlling you. The team played out. I know sometimes this is, these guys, they expose them. They, 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 they know, they know what Russia did in one, one of the previous elections to kind of meddle in it. They will they were create fake Facebook accounts and start creating conversations on social media. Fake conversations. It's a fake person with an American name. Start creating conversations and then people will now start commenting on the conversations. Trying to change views and they'll do it in many, many accounts. So people will now be hating one party from because of one fake thing. One fake person from another country trying to influence how they think. In a hair. <laughs> is that not a spiritual wickedness in high places? You just woke up in the morning. The next day you start hating somebody else because of something you saw online. Not knowing that the person who put it online was somebody who was had an intention. That's how evil spirits have been disturbing our lives from our mother's womb. The Bible says from our mother's womb we're conceived in sin. And so, Amen. So the solution then easy. This is the solution here. But to engage this book, many things, many things, <laughs> abundant entrances <laughs> is many things. Somebody say many things. Somebody say many things. Should I prove it to you? Let's open our Bible. Let's see Ezekiel chapter 1. Let me just read. This Bible is books. In one book. They are books. The Bible called the books of judgment. Or Jesus will call it the volume of the books. It's, one, it's Bible. But inside Bible, there are books. All those, uh, Ezekiel is a book. The book of Revelation is a book. But if a book, a volume in the book. Amen. Hallelujah. Ezekiel chapter 1. Glory to God. Amen. Yes, verse 24. He was speaking about the cherubim, so I'll just go straight to it. He was describing the cherubims of glory who are in the heights, who are most holy beings. Verse 24, he says, And when they went, I heard the noise of their wings. The noise, amen. What did they hear? The noise of their wings. Like the noise of great waters. Because I, sometimes, most of us here have been to Banff. When you pass through springs of water, you just be hearing the noise. The noise of great waters. What is it like? As the voice of the Almighty. Amen. As the voice of the what? Of the Almighty. The voice of speech. As the noise of an host. When they stood, they let down their wings. Okay, that's one witness. Let's see Revelation chapter 1, another witness. And what happened to time? It's almost 12 already. Hey, Jesus.
hope maybe I hope Satan doesn't have one evil spirit in charge of time too. <laughs> oh, praise God. Terrible God. it okay I'll read verse 8 and then when I'm going I'll read down to 14 I'll read 14 and 15 I am Alpha and Omega the beginning and the ending saith the Lord which is and which was and which is to come the Almighty are you seeing that the Almighty and Ezekiel was referring to the Almighty that has great waters amen uh, in other places they call it great multitude sound of many waters now let's see the confirmation Verse 14 and 15, they're not describing this being, this son of God, almighty. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow. And his eyes were as a flaming fire, a flame of fire. And his feet like unto fine brass, as if they burned in the furnace. And his voice, amen, and his voice is as the what? As the sound of many waters. Praise God. His voice is as the what? The sound. So the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what is his heart? Many waters. Might, the Almighty. Now, hear me. I shared, there was a time, you know, I was praying in the Spirit and prophecy. Might, I am many might. I am might, many might. And it just, they stretched it for like minutes. Then the last word they now said, I am the Almighty. You see that? So I saw it. Because the way they say the Almighty is like A-L-L, all, Almight. You get me? So the word of God is might. Then all the word of God is what? The Almighty. That's why they refer to it. He do of our comment shall inherit all things. They use that word, all. All. All things. All things were made by him. John chapter 1. Are you seeing that? All things were made by him. Who was the him? In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. And verse 3 says, all things were made by him. Uh-huh. Let's, let's view it. Let's see. John chapter 1. John chapter 1. From verse 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things. So all things were made by the Almighty. Not so. Because the Almighty, great waters, and waters there refer to the word. Amen. Because he cleanses this church with what? By the washing of water, by the word. Are you with me today? By the washing of water, by what? By the word. Amen. So the word water. So word, when they say revelation word, when they say revelation, revelation flowing word, meaning flowing waters. That's why they compare the word to waters. Because waters have life, it's flowing. That sound, the noise of many waters. 
is actually referring to life. The waters are alive. Amen. Praise God. So many waters, great waters, word of God. Who is that again? Almighty, who made what? All things. Are, are you seeing the equation? So anytime you engage the word of God, what are you receiving? Might. You need to hear this. Amen? Anytime you engage the word of God, what have you engaged? Might. What is troubling you? Might. Principalities, powers, dominions, and might. Spiritual wickedness in high places. Rulers. Rulers means dominion. Powers. Rulers of the darkness of this world. So how do you overcome a might? You need to go and learn another might. Because you cannot overcome these kinds of might with flesh and blood. It's not boxing. It's not Anthony Joshua. Huh? That Anthony Joshua can beat many people. But evil spirits will be beating him as that. Except he knows the word of God. Amen. You can't box these guys. As you are boxing, they will clapping for you. Is this is this song? Uh, Satan is under your feet. Masha, Masha. Remember that song? Masha. Sorry, I don't say this all day. That song is rubbish. You'll be matching the guy. The guy is laughing inside your heart. Are you not going to use? Are you not? Are you not now go? The next, the next day, you're going to show malice. That's him. <laughs> After singing, you have finished matching him. If I will join you and be matching himself. But the next day, you're going to backbite your brother. That's him. <laughs> Am I communicating? Amen. Uh, the next day, you're going to show some of the anger. Envy. The next day you're going to gossip. Who is that? You know there are some there are some dimensions of evil that appear righteous. <laughs> Gossiping is one of them. Yes. There are some that are obvious. There are some that appear like righteous. And the ones that appear righteous are actually the worst of the worst. Because they are the most difficult to eradicate. Because, amen, they can be justified. Anything that you can justify, amen, is difficult. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Are we, we're already tackling some things. We're tackling mites. The one that was too obvious to me many years ago was that unforgiveness one. That thing is a might. Because you can't do it. <laughs> I will try. I will pray. I will scatter in the spirit. I will have forgiven. Then once I now land and meet the person, all the work will just crumble. All the labor at home. <laughs> Especially when you know you are about to go to meet the person, so that's why you don't pray more. All the labor you just labor at all will just crumble. You are dealing with a mind. 
you are dealing with. That's how you know might. Might are things that, like Paul will say, the things I want to do, I find myself not doing it. The things I do not want to do, that's what I find myself doing. So what is that? It's a might. It's mightier than you at that state. Amen. And there is no other way to overcome a might but another might. I say that many ways. No other way. Amen. So, sometimes the enemy can, can use his might. Those wrong things make us frustrated. Amen. So you say, ah, but I've been hearing this word now. I've been hearing this word now. The thing I'm not, the thing I'm not still overcoming. And uh, I know why is Satan saying that to you? Why is he suggesting that to you? So that you can now get grow tired and leave the thing that will be the cure. But let me tell you how this might works. Time. The Bible says, imitate those who through faith and patience obtain the promise. The Bible says, he that believeth shall not make. You have to stay. That's why they say abide. You have to stay until by nature. It's a nature, right? Minds are natures. By nature, another nature is formed. It takes time. This ministry that we do, it takes time. And other people don't like it. Amen. Amen. Uh, here, there's no, in the terms of war, there's no 24 hour miracle. We don't do 24 hour here. <laughs> Amen. There's no Jehovah Sharp Sharp here. Although it's a good thing. Amen. As you are coming up, praise God. But when, when they say, when, when is your time for this, they tell you to sit down. Sit down means don't rush, don't be in haste. Praise God. And you ever wondering why I sit down to teach? That's why. When I used to stand, after one hour, my legs would be tired. And God would still want to say some things. <laughs> so this is the best way. Amen. So that people, people can grow. Amen. So that we will not be in the haste. You know, when you are walking, you are in haste already. Your soul is ready in haste. Amen. Praise God. He that believeth shall not what? Let us not be hasty as a people. How old are we? Is anyone here older than 40? Life has not even begun, sir. All of us are babies. Yes. So you may think you are old, but when you meet Elohim, the ancient of days, they didn't call him days, it means he was before days. And days are many. He was very ancient before days began. And that's the problem. Sometimes we think God is slow. It's his nature. Don't, don't, be, don't be angry. <laughs> I beg, don't vex. Eh? You need to transform and be more like him. That's the way it is. You will not die. Don't worry. Nothing will happen to you. I said nothing will happen to any of you. You will be okay. God will keep you. 
God will preserve you. His word says it. The Bible says, nothing shall by any means hurt you. Luke chapter 10 verse 19. Amen. So if you know that nothing shall by any means hurt you, sit back, relax, be cool. Let's learn this word together. It doesn't mean I'll take your time. Also. Don't be, please. <laughs> One thirty will still finish. Amen. Don't be angry. You know? <laughs> will not. Some people are thinking, hey, Pastor James is just saying this to tell us the, what he wants to tell us. That today is a different day. We can <laughs> that maybe he's feeling the anointing this morning. <laughs> Amen. No, no, no. Amen. Praise God. Uh, but don't, when you are feeling the anointing, don't be angry now. Sit back, relax. Let's engage the word of God. It's might. Don't rush might. Don't rush your solution. Yes. We're in this thing together. I don't plan on finishing anytime soon in terms of ministry. <laughs> it's an eternal life thing. <laughs> I've seen very young. How many years? Amen. Maybe it's my, my, my grandfather died 102. He was a Christian without eternal life. I wonder how long me I'm going to live. I wonder. <laughs> if Jesus starts. Amen. <laughs> Imagine if I, if I, I'll be teaching people who were born in 2100. Hey. Praise God. Amen. Some people will be like, ah, don't you want to leave the earth and go? We will bring heaven to this earth. Hallelujah. Uh, people go to heaven. They ask, ah, can I go back to the earth? That's where they are teaching eternal life. The Bible says angels leave heaven. Angels desire to look into these things. So yeah, just like if I can just put one leg, one foot, make heaven. <laughs> like this. Escape into heaven. My life is okay. It's a lie. You will go there. You say, hey, what are you going to? That ministry you don't want to listen to. I'm going to go and hear them. Hey, see my life. Oh. Many people will be ashamed that it's coming. This is where they are teaching the eternal life. If after you've not gotten me, I don't want to live here until I have the eternal life. And even when I have it, if God still wants me to impact many with eternal life, if Jesus starts, I'm here. Because I'm coming back with him for another thousand years on this earth. So where am I rushing to? Is it not this earth? Thousand year reign. Can we read it? In Revelation chapter 20. So if you don't like me, you're in trouble. Better get used to me. <laughs> I'm here to stay, man. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's see Revelation 20. Verse 4. And I saw thrones and they sat upon them and judgment was given unto them. Judgment. Those are the first set of people that reigned with Christ. Those who came into everlasting life. Judgment was given unto them. And I saw souls of them. We were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God. 
and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their heads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ. How many years? Where? On earth. Because after the thousand years, they went to release Satan and he came to scatter the earth again. Cause new problem. For God's final judgment. So I'm going to live on this earth a thousand years. And if you don't believe me, you're on your own. I believe it. I know Christ. I know him. He's giving me judgment. He's giving me everlasting life. I'm going to reign with him for a thousand years. And I want to see you there too. On this earth, this one, not new earth yet. But not yet. This one. This one that you're having problem on. This one. We're going to come back here and reign 1,000 years. And I won't be in Lagos. I'll be in Jerusalem. <laughs> Amen. Some people will be in Lagos streaming. No. I'll be in Jerusalem. Look, by then, look, everything with the code. Ah, Jesus is in Jerusalem. I think everything should be empty by then. With this winter, Jesus is physically in Jerusalem. One thousand years, he is still here. Maybe that's why they'll be. If he is still here, they'll be part of the people who will be deceived when Satan comes back from his. <laughs> well, that is a judgment already. Jesus is in Jerusalem. Where the, 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 the weather is perfect. You are suffering minus forty and streaming. Ah, there's a problem. That's an unrighteousness in my eye. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. So don't doubt the earth too is useful. We are fighting spirits, but we can dominate. Reign. Overcome. Subdue. Until as many have eternal life. Amen. In no haste at all. I remember one such encounter a few years ago after one believers convention there. I don't know. Depression normally hits me after believers convention. I don't know why. It maybe it's like, you know, some when people get drunk and then the next day, withdrawal syndrome. I think, so I used to always have problem with October. I used to fall into some kind of depression like that. God is helping me. Amen. Just like, you know, what next kind of thing, you know. So in this, I was in that state. I was now praying to the Lord. I was now praying, you would not believe me. Pastor James, I'm different. <laughs> I have issues though. Ah, please, oh, breaking news. <laughs> I have some issues. Amen. Uh, so I, I was in this, so I was, just, I, was just, I was just wailing to the Lord. Pouring out my heart to the Lord. And then, as the encounter started, it was like me rising, rising out of the earth in the encounter. And then now, reach heavens. And I said, like, hey, thank God, oh, this one. But I just kept moving, because I wasn't moving myself. Something was moving me, moving me, moving me. I said, ah, where are we going to again? This was like in 2016. Where are we going to again? Because then I not really understood this higher than the heavens concept. Amen. The kingdom of God, which is higher than heavens. So I rose past the heavens. Rose, rose into this space. Like a horror of great darkness. Genesis chapter 15. That's what Abraham encountered when he encountered the Lord. The Lord God. So I broke into this space of just this space. Blank space. 
Then I now saw a face inside the darkness. Like a fatherly face, a cloud. Oh my God. And also, and the way the face was, is that the face was the entire universe. Was the face. It wasn't like a face out of the space. It was the whole space. It's just one face. Then, the communication now went. I was like, oh, I'm tired. This thing, you get me. This work and everything. And he now said to me, how many are we before we've created the world? I said three. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Okay. He now said, if after all creation we've created, we get 12 men, how many are we? I said 15. Say, have we not multiplied? You see their mind. You see their mind. You know, to get to that realm, he's talking about eternal life realm, not just born again, eternal life realm. Amen. To have God's life. If they get 12 souls, before they were 3, three Abby, now they are 15, with eternal life. It says they've multiplied. That means it's success. Job well done. Because they can use that 12 and restart a new world. And then what will happen? Those 12 will produce. I don't know if I'm communicating. Between Noah and today is about 4,000 years. Hear me. Between Noah and today is about how many years? 4,000 years. And the Bible says a thousand years is like a day before God. So in four days, hear me, in four days, God multiplied eight people to 7.7 billion in four days. If you know some of these things, you will laugh at Satan. He's playing. It's a joke. Ah, no, ah, there are not many. That's not, am I sure this is the right place? It's Satan. Are you hearing the right thing? That's it. In four days, God turned eight to almost eight billion, if you approximate it. So eight to eight billion in four days. So when we enter the new world, the world to come, hmm. so we are joking, you know. Imagine I have eternal life, they replicate, before you know, we become trillions, gazillion souls with eternal life, serving God. I pity who knows of God. My God, you go regret. Because maybe you are a governor of one million people. You now think you are a God. If I slap you. <laughs> the young man is okay, last one, okay, 50 million. You now think you are a God. He sits on there, his heart as a God. You are a fool. You never see anything yet. When God will have trillions worshipping him, having eternal life, then you will be in lake of fire. <laughs> you will be God. And God will make sure you are watching movie. You will be in Cineplex 24-7, watching how the righteous prosper. And you will be burning in flames. Eternally. <laughs> so last one, everybody has eternal life. <laughs> It just depends on how you are going to live the, the life. So, God, do you know, 
When God was created, made heaven and earth, he didn't make lake of fire. Lake of fire is part of the new creation. He made a new heaven, a new earth, new Jerusalem. He also made lake of fire, a new world for the disobedient. Yeah, you should be afraid. Learn God. Learn Christ. He made a new world for the disobedient. And made sure they have widescreen TV. Eternal Life TV. You get me? To be watching the show, the movie of righteousness. And yet not be a partaker. God, the thing will pain. And let me suffer the pain now. Amen. Let me go through the, the lack now. Than suffer pain eternally. This is Bible. Amen. We will learn God. We will learn God. We will learn His Son, Jesus. We will learn the Holy Ghost. We will learn them. We will understand them. Because when you understand somebody, you will know how to please Him. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Have we been blessed in the house today? Uh, let's open to Second Peter. Second Peter chapter 1. relax and start enjoying good movie now. Amen. Amen. Until eternal life. It's the time to do it. In the days of your youth. By the time you get old, you already have eternal life. It means you never grow old. Eternal life is a quickening spirit. Quicken your mortal bodies. Hmm. There are some people, they have to beg to leave this world. John. They try to keep pouring off oil, everything, fire. Last time, you know when they don't know what to do with somebody? You can't kill them, they now banish him to higher partners. No, no, that was God's plan. <laughs> Peter had to have discussion with Holy Ghost on when to die. Conversation. <laughs> they must have been deliberating on it for months. Then Peter now finally, when he was writing, he says, as it has been revealed to me, that my time is coming soon. Not that even has soon come. They're just revealing, so they're just preparing it. Maybe it's in five years' time. Who knows? They have to, so they have to agree when he should go. You can't just kill a man like that anyhow. And his body was so powered that he says, No, don't kill me like my Lord. Don't crucify me up. Turn me around and crucify me like that. People will say, Ah, oh, why now? Why would they say such beings? When, you're, when you're, your body is so quickened, you, you feel less pain. Yes. When your body is so quick and you don't know it yet, don't worry. As you grow, if you stay long enough, grow till your soul is saved, you enter body quickening. You see, it will be difficult for you to feel pain. It will be difficult for you to feel pain. Pain will be like nothing to you. It will be like chewing chewing gum. It's sweet. <laughs> Amen. So when, when Peter, that the, the conversation of Peter, because they crucify me like that, it, it, it means nothing to him. So who was saying, look at it, hey, Peter, ah, 
You know, you know, he's feeling. He knows how he was feeling about it. He didn't feel the pain because of quickened body. Not that the pain was not there. Do you get me? But he has power to suppress it, endure it. That's what they teach you in charity: long suffering. Not so. You have power to suffer long. Before you know it, it's not they call it long suffering. It's a wow to you. To God is biscuit. They say God is long suffering. Like he just says it anyhow. <laughs> I don't know if I'm communicating. He just says it anyhow. Like biscuit as he uses the drink that is like drinking juice to him. God is tough. I say God is tough. This God you are serving, He's enduring. Stick with Him. Stay with him. Stay with his word. He's got you. I say he's got you. Amen. Are we happy in the house today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I said second Peter. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. I want to speak to somebody. If there's anyone here who's struggling with fear, fear of death, fear of something, I speak into your life right now. Nothing shall be any, any means, any means, not even the smell of it shall come near your dwelling. In the mighty name of Jesus. You will live and declare the glory of the Lord in the land of the living. In this your days of your flesh, you would inherit eternal life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according as his divine power had given unto us all things. How many things? Are you seeing that word again? How many things? How did he give it to us? Divine power. What is this divine power? All things that pertain to life and godliness through the word. Amen. Knowledge. You know, the word of God contains his knowledge. Because who is the word of God talking about? God. How he behaves to the men, the fathers of old. How he manifested himself through Jesus Christ. How he revealed his heart to the apostles in the epistles. And how he revealed his loins to Revelation. So all of God was dispersed out in the, in the Bible. So it's, what is it called? The knowledge of God. So when you're opening Bible, you're opening up knowledge. You are accessing knowledge. You are accessing knowledge. Somebody say knowledge. Knowledge, knowledge is the key. 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 It's actually the true master key. Yes. Sorry, never address it. Prayer is a key. Uh, the true master key is knowledge of God. 
Why? Because the answer to prayer is knowledge. When God wants to answer your, that prayer, that quest of your heart, how does he answer it? Through knowledge. If it's a physical thing, he will send it through word of knowledge. It's still knowledge. Not so. When the prophet with man of God said, there's somebody here, you've been trusting God for something. How did it come about it? Knowledge. It's still knowledge. Elementary knowledge. But even more, when your heart starts yearning for more of him, you start praying that, God, I want more of you. I need more of you. Your heart will start seeing a gap. How does God answer the gap? He will begin to send forth, and that he will begin to send, connect you with messages, connect you with how to, by the Spirit, accessing revelation in the Scriptures, but most times, connect you with a preacher of revelation. Who will teach you light? Knowledge. Amen. So knowledge is the master key. How do I know again? Excuse me, how does life and godliness come? Through the knowledge of God. If you want life, how does it come? Through the, so what is the master key? Is that knowledge. According as his divine power had given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that had created, called us to glory and virtue. Do you know that we are knowledge beings? Uh, excuse me, sir. Ma. Your profession, how did you come into it? By knowledge. We are knowledge beings. And that knowledge is even useless knowledge. We are just managing it so that we can eat and buy clothes. Amen? It's not for lust, nor vanity. Once it enter vanity, you will see that the knowledge will you begin to exalt it more than knowledge of God. Very simple. Uh-huh. So just manage it. <laughs> you know it. Master the knowledge of this. Master your career knowledge. Master it so that you can excel in your career. Uh-huh. So that you can live well. And so that you can also help the house of God. God's work. Yes. Amen. So when people ask me about tithes, if you don't pay tithes, you will buy, you will pay vanity. Very simple. One of the two. So who if maybe we'll give them, God will help them. If maybe some of the ministers will help, maybe some of them will use the tithe money for vanity. That one is between them and God. Though. Eh? But at least you will not use the tithe money for vanity. So you are righteous. They is between them and God. <laughs> So leave them and God alone. Because if you keep the money, you have kept vanity. It's not yours. Is that okay? And even beyond 10%, if you see a need in the house, in the body, even here, yes, the reason why they brought the need to your attention is for you to cover it. Exactly. Because alternatively, that money will be used to buy vanity. They taught me this very early. Very, very early. When I graduated school, I had a very major vanity iPad. The iPad one. It, you know, the other one just came out. No, not many people used to have it. Those days, if you have an iPad and you're a preacher, hey! Hey! This pastor must know things. 
He must be accessing things in the spirit. He must come from a hide. He didn't look classy. Now, you have iPad as, you say, Pastor, bring Bible. That one, is, that one has passed. <laughs> I think the one that is now raining now is the wireless bike. If I wish it. Save my first thousand dollar for working to buy iPad. They don't arrange me. They don't set me up. I will give you the testimony. So as our calculate, the money is now set. Somebody say the money is set. The, is the only problem now is that at church then they had a program. Pastor PK was coming. Maybe I should have bought the iPad before he came. <laughs> Sunday night is him. God now brought him in his, in my dream to t- give me commandments that I should go and buy. I should buy the iPad and give it to my pastor, Pastor Ayo. Yes, who? All that I've dreamed for in my life, all my hopes and aspirations as a young boy. I was not in house. I was not thinking of house or car. As a young boy. That thing, just to hold that thing, you get to where you are, you are just to be able to ta 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 ta. You get me? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but what was it? Vanity. What are they trying to deliver me from? Who needs the iPad more, me or Pastor? Uh-huh. It's actually ministry. Me, I'm not, I'm sitting down, I should be hearing. I should be hearing rather than having iPad. <laughs> If I have iPad, what would I be doing when service is going on? Browsing. (laughs) 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 So, you see, salvation. They wanted to save me from vanity. So, some of the money you have, excess money, is not your money. Breaking news. Vanity project somewhere. I think I'm touching something. Somewhere there's a, there's a, vanity, there's a vanity things in there. Amen. And once the vanity things are calculated, do you get that? Like when need arise, you just close your eyes. Like, hey. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So people, you know, people know me well. They see that it, I, I'm like an Ijebu man. You know what that means? I'm very tight with money. I don't really spend money like that. And people were wondering why I wasn't always like that. You know I'm like that. I just, my money is not my money. That money is not mine. It's God's money. It's the one who appreciates how I will spend it. So I'm, I'm mising it for the sake of the kingdom. I can't just go and buy anything anyhow for myself. So you see, I always look for deals. I always like buying China things. That shit. God is, help- God is helping me. 
sacrificing for the sake of the kingdom now. Yeah, that's that. That's what he's looking at. Are you sure? that you buy from China. Precious promises, exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature. Nature, nature. Somebody say nature. Nature. Nature, nature is similar to culture. Yes. Culture, nature. We must have a right culture in the house. It, it, it's, it's what culture is what implants nature when it's the right culture it infuses nature in the in the in the people amen praise the name of the lord having escaped the corruption so divine nature wants end of the spectrum what's the other end of the spectrum corruption that is in the world so it means corruption is a nature i say corruption is a what corruption is a what is a nature it degrades the soul and it shows eventually on the body. Yes. This thing, I, was, I thought I was saying it jokingly, but it's true. The word of God is held to your flesh. It cultures you into divine nature. The thing shows on your body. After some time. Is that not the Bible? It says, His word is even, the word is even healing to the flesh. Yes. Light to the flesh. In the sounds. So it means if you're not hearing the word, if you're not hearing the word, W-O-R-D, what are you hearing? The word. W-O-R-L-D. Lie. Word. Lying word. Lie word. Yeah, so it speaks. This word is also a preacher. They speak. They communicate. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Sometimes the people wear fine clothes. See that cloth that Sister Stephanie is wearing, me like America. If you see it in store, some of you. <laughs> America. something and those seals those guys those are spiritual wickedness 
60% off. Hey! You will if I don't get I really wanted it, I really need it, and I like you don't need it though. You know, you, are you seeing how need is the conclusion of the thoughts? I like it. I think I really want it. I think it really fits. I need it. Exactly. You will conclude. The thing will start from I like it. You will now use all the proverbs. Then now the end, the last proverb is I need it. And then you now say, ah, it's not only me. I mean, nobody, this one, I'm not even feeling bad. This one is only 60% off. Actually, that 60% off is supposed to be the original price. <laughs> that is the original price. Vanity. Hey, God help us, so. Vanity, many. Vanity is lying word. It's speaking all the time. Communicating all the time. Every day you encounter in this earth, you are being ministered to by vanity. When you begin to really calculate it, that's why when we tell you to listen to a message, try and listen to it every day. You get, just to balance the vanity. You get, uh-huh. Just to balance. <laughs> because if vanity is overwhelming, just balance it. That's all we're asking. We're not asking of too much. <laughs> Use the word of God to balance what is those, those things. Amen. Hey, I don't enter today. We have to enter the thing now. The vanity business. <laughs> and break it today by the grace of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through loss, through vanity. Lost is vanity, vanity there. Vanity, vanity. And besides this, giving all deliverance out to your feet, virtue. These are antidotes to corruption. Yes. Antidotes to. Just let me make it very. A man who has out to your feet, virtue, virtue, knowledge, and to knowledge, temperance. I know I touched on it last week. A man who is temperate, when he enters more, just because of his nature, even though he will never spend, he will never go on spending spree. Just see that that, even, that temperate thing, it works for relationship one to another. It also works for just general behavior, general attitude wherever you are. You will be slow to invest in vanity. How much more? Okay, even beyond temperate, you are now patient. Let me give you an example of patience. You know when you go to that store and they think they say 60% off, we are having a promo now. But it only lasts for one week. Do you know what I, I now decide? You know what? I said, okay, I'll come on the last day. So that I'll give myself time to really think if I really, really need it. Go. If you need it, come back. The problem has not finished now. Eh, come back. <laughs> if it's all sold out. If it's all sold out. Ah, I, I can't help you. You can buy it. <laughs> But one thing, okay, one thing, don't be afraid that if you really need something, you can buy it without the sale. Yes. If it's that valuable. Sometimes you can allow the sale to expire. Let it expire. Let's see if we really need it. That sale thing is a terrible thing. It's a serious lure. 
Amen. So all of this, we are just learning temperance, self-control. This is Christ I'm preaching now. This is what Christ will do. Be temperate, be careful, be patient. Praise the name of the Lord. Sometimes, maybe, maybe I especially do that for online purchase. Maybe I see something on Amazon or whatever online, and I really feel like I need to buy it. Then they say there are sales, and the sales is lasting till Tuesdays, this thing. I say, okay, no problem. It's not Tuesday. I can set a reminder on my calendar. If I really need it, I'll remember on Tuesday. If I forget it on Tuesday, then it means I never needed it. If there's anything you can forget, you don't need it. You don't need it. If you can, maybe you leave that place and you go home, give it two days, and you've forgotten about it, you don't need it. Need is something that you will die now. <laughs> it's urgent. You don't have it, you will die. You have two days past, you have not died, you don't need it now. <laughs> This is, this, this is too much for many people. Uh, amen. Do you know, do you know why so Christ talks like this? Christ knows that already, you're already excessive. He has to become excessive to balance you. Yes. We're not saying you should not buy clothes again. You already buy, I know it. Next time, now do you remember, do you remember these words when you are buying? That's all. We've done our job. You will not have sense. So when you are buying, before you just pack the thing, $200 bill. Now you just remember, ah, Pastor James said we should be temporary too. We say, I can't spend $200 right now. At least you will bring it down to $100. Success. <laughs> Job done. That's it. Do you know, by nature, we already go to one extreme. So God wants to bring us and balance us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. It's working. <laughs> it's success. Hey. Have a look at. Start dropping things. Let them drop. Huh? The priorities are arranging. Let them be arranged. Amen. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through us, and besides giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness. You see, you now become more like God when you start acting these things. They are like a ladder. Temperance. Uh, knowledge. Temperance. You add to it patience. You get me? It means that patience is like the 50% of the ladder. That when you cross over, 60 you are now more closer to God than you are closer to men, to flesh. Are you saying that? So it's like when you are going up in a trajectory, if you are 40%, you are still closer to men, am I communicating, than you are closer to God. So a time will come where you would have hit a crescendo in that journey in Zion that they will now call you a godly man, meaning you are more like God than you are like flesh. That's it. So that's why it's godliness. So it means salvation is about closeness to God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ah. Hey. Salvation is about what? Now let me break you one news. God has only one clothes. 
Eh? What did I say? Eva, what, what am I saying? I say God has say it with me. God has only what? One cloth. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Is this am I saying well? No way. I don't think I'll see well. It, tell me. Talk back. Ghost. <laughs> Welcome. Wow. Good to see you. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Who is the who is the clothing of the of our God, of the Father? Let's open our Bibles, Romans chapter 6. Romans chapter 6, verse 4. God's raiment. Romans chapter 6, verse 4. buried with him by baptism unto death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. Now, let's combine that. Romans chapter 8 verse 11 But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead. So who raised Jesus from the dead? The Holy Ghost. And who is that? The glory of the Father. So the God wears Holy Ghost as raiment. Yes. That's why they call him the Father of Lights. Should I confirm it for you again? Let's go to Psalm 104. Psalm 104. Psalm 104. Amen. Amen. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, thou art very great. Hey, that's the Father. Thou art very great. Thou art clothed with honor and majesty. I love that song. You are very great. You are very great. Amen. Who covereth thyself with light? Amen. Who covereth thyself with light as doth a garment? He has one cloth. And when he met the people in the wilderness, he gave them a, the one cloth they were wearing. He put a little bit of glory on it. Glory, the thing was growing with them. It was refreshing every morning. That glory was what I remember somebody was sharing uh, about Aaron's rod. You know, some priests, the other priests at the time were, were contending rod with Aaron. Aaron said, okay, no problem. They now say, okay, let's test it. They now put all the rods, the same color, the same stature, the same height. One glory came upon it. The thing began to bear fruit. It was a rod, it wasn't tree. It began to board. They now know so rod get level. <laughs> so that means the Holy Ghost garment breathed upon it. It turned to life. Amen. So when men are coming to God, I need 20 clothes, 50 clothes, and 50 shoes. 
At first, he will not be fighting you. But the closer you get to God, I don't know if I'm communicating. This thing is real. The closer you get to God, amen, the more you will see the less need for many things. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If, for me, I don't know. I just have this personal testimony. So people think I buy clothes every year because they, some of them are always looking new. I don't. Some I don't know. Some of this, my shirts I've had for five years. They still have quality. They still have the, the spark. I don't know how. Huh? Oh my god. Hey! See shade. Oh my god. God, I, 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 I think, is it better to go to the cross and take that shit? Thank you. And when vanity begins to drop, weights begin to drop. Because what is that? The stress. Things that you, you feel you need that you don't need it. It will start stressing you out. Stress, you just be stressed out for no reason. Extra anxiety burdens that you need not to be carrying. Additional fears that you need not to be carrying. That's the problem. That's actually what makes you grow old. Stress. Worry. Anxiety. Bible can judge it. Be at peace, my people. Fear not. You're going to be alright. Last, last. We're not living on this earth. Last, last. If you really, really, really want to drive Mercedes, and one day you drive it, it doesn't have to be today. Oh, I just remember. What class is that? <laughs> I was not even thinking about well, it's true, Shia, your time. <laughs> oh, my God. Amen. Praise God. Yes, the day will come where you will have it. You don't have to start driving by SUV. You can start small. A day will come, you will have the SUV. It's nothing. You will have it. The time, the hour will come. I'm not saying you can't have it. You will have it. And it's even wisdom. If you just finish learning how to drive, and you now drive SUV and you crash it, we won't see you for some time. We have to be sending emissaries to, <laughs> to give solace. <laughs> It's at least I'm about to do this. At least let's buy a small car so I should not be too angry. 
Are you seeing? Because you put expectations so high, so when the loss comes, it will hit you like a hammer. But if you can start small, buy a small car, drive it for two years, by the time you are sure of driving, you will now get the SUV. Amen. There are some cars that I used to have there. When the car will break down, don't cry for me. I would the one live for one prayer. Because the car, the car has outlived this. There was a time I was praying for Pastor Femi that the car will even break down. So I can move on. <laughs> I used to go at this car. <laughs> I used to go at the car, keke no pep. I don't even know keke no pep. No smart pep. Pity cruiser. That the thing I just break down any time. People and the car will carry five people, everybody will be tight inside. You get me? That's what we have to pray because we'll do that one. Yeah, that is, yes, <laughs> let this let this one pass us by. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But there's, there's a time and season for everything. This is, the, this is where the rubber meets the road. This is where Christ's application of Christ. Amen. Application of Christ. Christ actually makes you see what is needful and what is not needful. Christ actually makes you more weightless in the spirit of packages. Because it will take so that all the energy of your weight can carry a weighty God. They call the eternal weight of glory. You need to be free of every other weight to weigh him to carry him. So Christ will be judging weights. Baggages in the life of a man. That's that's the application. That is where he hit the road. So, how do I know a soul is growing in Christ? Is becoming less, less need, less needful of many things. Matter, matter, thou are troubled about many things. One thing is needful. Maybe we are choosing it. So Christ will help us drop weights that so easily beset us. Very attractive vanity weights. Praise the name of the Lord. Maybe I don't know if I said this. Or personally, if you check me, I'm the kind of person that if you give me a one-bedroom apartment, one bed. Even if, if, because when I grew up, I grew up in boarding school. Where we used to sleep, we used to sleep in this carpenter's shop because of our freedom of senior students. Very corner place like this, on wood, hard wood. So the body has acclimatized. So when I see good bed, it has <laughs> it is too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? <laughs> that body school was already a, a training, Christ training somewhere. <laughs> you know, when people were talking about cars, it still don't used to do me. I said, What's that? They say it's SS waiting. This one, but when I now bought my brand new car, it didn't hyperventilated the vanity. I now started seeing cars. Before, I don't used to see cars. But once I bought my own SUV, vanity also increased. And I said, I said, but the other one is doing like this. My own is not doing quite like that. You know, I start comparing. So those things, you know those things have things. They speak to you. Amen. 
And when something speaks to you, it means it gives you a weight. It gives you a commandment. It gives you, amen, it gives you a weight. It gives you a commandment. It means it gives you something to be doing. Can we just tell him to stop up? Amen. It gives you a commandment. It gives you something to be doing. So, for example, praise God. Just take it from him now, the thing that he's using to make noise. Or you should go to the, you should go to the daycare. <laughs> or play something for him. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Yes. Amen. What was the last thing I said? Huh? Matter. Okay, I said that before. The last, the very last thing I said. Weights. Okay, so God removing weights. Yeah, so that's it's filled with many things. But huh? That's that's the, that's what I'm looking for. Yes, thank you. Now, so for example, when something when something speaks to you, amen, it gives you a an instruction to do something. Am I communicating? So for example, if they say if you are looking out and your vanity is an iPad, for example, or is an SUV, for example. So that in it in that thought it's itself is innocent, it's not harmless, it's not harmful. But this is where the harm comes. Now that you've agreed with the thought, what have you what thought did you agree with? You've agreed with the thought that you need an SUV, you need an iPad. Once you made that agreement, then instructions come. Am I communicating? Then what? Then instructions come. What are the instructions? You now need to go and work harder. You now need to save money before that. Like, if you, not, you have not planned to save before, are you seeing instructions? Are you seeing action items? So you now need to work harder. You now need to save the money, amen, that you do not have, you're not planning to save before. You now have to, but you now have to do all these extra things. And then you now have to now start researching on what to do. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. You now have to start researching on what to do. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, maybe, Shifra, can you take the kids? Just take them to the other room so that they are free. So that's very interesting. It's just that thing. The thing is as a sound. Just take him to the other room. Thank you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. So, it means now, before, before, and you know, by nature, you're already thinking many thoughts. Right? You're already thinking, you're, in fact, many of us already have many things that weigh us on, many burdens of life. So now, what has just happened? The burdens of your life has been added to. Amen? The burdens of your life has been what? Has been added to. So, are you seeing how the enemy adds weights? 
I want to I want to impact wisdom now. I want to impact wisdom. You know, that's one thing I, I learned this on, on the at work actually. So you know, many times maybe someone will come and maybe your boss will give you work to do and say, "Oh, are you free? You may be free at that moment, right?" And I give up to, "Oh, can you help just let me do it? It'll be quick." But by the time you now do it, you now realize that there's another thing you have to now do. There's now another thing you have to now do. You now realize that it's not just a quick thing. What they just say is quick. Because you want to be careful, make sure you do it properly. So you have to do it properly, you have to check something, now check that thing, and now check that thing. Before you know it, one and a half hours has passed. You want to hear the most is forms. They just do this environment, they just do a form. It's just a quick form, it's a lie. Because if you make a mistake now, problem. Are you seeing that? So it means that just a little thing, just a little thought, a little vanity can add some other things. Weight that you ought not. So what I'm saying is that vanity brings weight. Yes. That was the thought I was trying to labor into. That's why they say the weight sin. The weight that so easily beset. It brings weight. It brings additional factors that ought not to have been there. Amen. And when you have additional factors that ought not to have been there, what will happen? When you wake up on Saturday morning, I'm busy. You're not busy. (laughs) Those times, they are just new things. Do you get me? There are just some other things that you that have come as a result of weights that you now feel you have to take care of. Yes. I don't know. Am I reaching somebody? For example, why is it a weight? Well, that's why I hate shoes now. When you start a shoe, it becomes a weight. I'm really touching some things. I know, but don't worry. I'm not saying you don't watch any show, Sha. No, when you grow, you will grow out of it. Uh, when you get there, amen. But be cautious. Because, are you seeing that feeling? You can't even wait till next week. It's addictive. And so, you will now think that it's just one hour per week. But it's not just one hour per week. It carries over during the week. Because you now, I don't want to know what will happen to Lucas. <laughs> Lucas and Sophie. The way the thing just ended. <laughs> Is there a show with Lucas? Ah, me, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just said Lucas, so hey, so there's a Lucas in the show. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> okay, if you are watching it, just have to Grace has come to leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, because the way that they ended the last episode, they get they're very close to finally clicking, and he has been, t- he has been, he don't take, do you get me? He has taken some time for them to click. And everybody has been seeing the signs they, they ought to click. So they are quarter to quick. To clear to what it is. So, but you know, and they will not, just when they are not wicked, they will not drag you. Next week, they will not not click. <laughs> I remember, I almost let me confess my roots. I, I remember one show, it's just this doctor show. It's, yeah, the so there's one one called, I won't tell you, so you don't watch it. Don't leave it. Grace and Opie is already a problem. Let me know that. Oh, I had another problem. <laughs> so in this show, the way the whole thing was building, you know, there's this uh, doctor nurse and then this uh, doctor doctor guy. 
you know, he's a black guy and she's a you know white lady, Caucasian. But the way it was building is that the time has reached for them to click. And the last episode, the thing just ended. They were just close to talking dead, and the now something now to go. They get me. <laughs> they had to go home. They had a moment. And now to quickly go home. Something was beeping. Do you get me? Uh-huh. So that's how ah, the next episode will be lit. They will connect. <laughs> you know what? They will not drag you. Many things will not happen in the episode. Now at the end, they will not do a gala. So in the gala, they were not dressing up. So the, the lady would dress up. The guy would just, the, the guy now had surgery. So he was now coming late. So by then, the lady has now seen something. She was now rethinking whether to actually date the guy. She now had a friend, a lady friend who was now black because she was also thinking about the white and black thing. So the, the final scene of that next episode, she now, she now talked to the guy, you know, talked, and I took the guy, I went to the guy and introduced her to him to her lady friend, the black lady friend, because she thought they would not work. I said, so I now waited one full week. <laughs> I was angry. <laughs> <laughs> what will we do? The tune of my heart. Where will these people click? <laughs> Only for the next day, that came a scatter show. Then they not do that. It's the next season. They will not finally click. God punish them. <laughs> Apostle John, you are your own. You are, you are an only in that dimension of the commandments of God are not grievous. <laughs> that what is in First John chapter 5. He says the commandments of God are not burdensome. Ah, Apostle John. Chopper, we hail thee. We are not even close to there yet because they are very burdensome in appearance. But it means you can get there. How do you get there? When you become weightless in sin, weightless in this world, weightless, weightless in carnality. Amen. Praise God. So there are still weights to drop. It is righteousness, isn't this? It is the preaching of everlasting righteousness. There are still weights to drop. Now imagine if in a whole day you are weightless. You read your Bible now. You have nothing else to do. I don't have any show I'm waiting to watch. Hmm? I don't have any movie I have in mind to watch. I don't have any more that I want to go and watch. I just wore clothes. I'm okay. Do you get me? Uh-huh. What would you do? What's next? You open your Bible. You play the message. Are you saying that? Uh-huh. You see, so it's wait. So what are they dragging for? Wait, drag for your time. And the time means not just that you are spending time, just thinking about it is a wait. 
For example, if you are thinking deep in thought about something and you open Bible, are you being blessed? No. If right now I'm talking to you and you are somewhere else in thoughts because of weight, are you being blessed? Yes, do you see it? Are you seeing how it steals from you? So God cannot dwell in him who is weighty of this world. So the exchange is dissected with calling the word might, not so. Might means weight. Ah. Now the thing is connecting. What is might? Weight. When you see, you know, someone, let's say in physical, the person who weighs 500 kg. The person is mighty. <laughs> Amen. Goliath was mighty physically. But David was mighty spiritually. So he was might versus might. Meaning weight versus what? Versus weight. And the weight of God looks weightless in the physical. That's why in the physical, the evidence that you are growing many times in Christ is that you are becoming weightless. Not physically, but weightless in having not too many things, not too many needs. You are easily intreatable. It even shows in personality as well. So people can be so weighty in personality in the wrong way that they can't be entreated. Not easy to talk to. Praise God. Because of weight, you are carrying many things. Unforgiveness, malice, all those things are what makes people show personality. Weighty personalities in the wrong way. Ah, God is helping us today. So when you are learning Christ, what are you learning? Weight. God's own weight. Are you seeing? That's why the instructions of Christ are in your mind. That's why you are wondering, can I do it? Can I not do it? It's because it's a weight. Amen. And in, in the way these things work, if you will be an, a weight, you will carry the weight. Amen. So the moment you obey that you need an iPad, you will carry the weight on the process of how to get it. You will now be a weight on your mind. If the day you agree that you need a car that you don't need, do you get me? Or whatever you don't need, you will now start thinking about how to scheme in how to get it. Which is a weight on the mind. Am I communicating? So too, when you learn Christ, Christ will put weights on your mind. What's the weight? Commandments, instructions. Forgive your sister. The Uchi, forgive Paulette, is a weight. <laughs> Are you saying, you know, ah, I can't do it. Ah, it's difficult. Now. But, you know, that's why you know, you won't say, you say, God, see what she did to me. It's a weight, that's why. Weight versus weight. Now, the, if you obey the, unforgi- the forgiveness, if you obey the unforgiveness, your personality will become weighty. You will, not, you will not be trusting many people. It will show. Yes. Whereas if you forgive, the, if you obey the forgiveness, you will end the might of forgiveness. You will become weightless in that level. You will be laughing. Someone can offend you yesterday. The person will wonder whether you will be okay. <laughs> I don't want to say everything. I'm not thinking it. I don't know. 
You see, your light, joy will come into your life more. That didn't help me. When you really, uh, say, uh, you know, that's why I don't know. This pastor, James, he's always laughing. You know? <laughs> Can't stay serious for too long. Amen? I don't have weights, man. I don't have any weights. I don't have too many things I've carried, man. Amen. Praise God. Another weight is anxiety, fear of tomorrow. That's another major weight. It's a major weight. What will happen to me tomorrow? Excuse me, you'll be okay. Breaking news, you're going to be alright. Are you loving God? Are you knowing God? Who do they call God? The only true God. And it, how can you hang out with eternal an eternal being? And you're worried about tomorrow. Somebody that I use tomorrow to chew chungong. He has already chewed it out and spat it out. Should I should I pray to you? Let's see Azar 66. The way he was talking there. <laughs> he uses he uses this to <laughs> Glory to God. Easy to play. Where is Azai again? Before, okay, before uh, Azai is another book. It's another volume. I use the Bible is 66 uh, chap- uh, books. Say six chapters. Uh, you know, letters. Azai is 66 chapters. It's like a mini Bible. Isaiah is rich. Amen. Let's see. Isaiah 66 verse 1. Thus said the Lord, the heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that ye build unto me? And where is the place of my rest? For all those things hath my hand made. And all those things have been. Not is we pass. Oh, I don't know if you get me. Family, if you ask God, God, how far with heaven and earth we are here? So God will tell you, heaven and earth, oh, that one has already passed. <laughs> have been. Have been. It is shocking. But are you not on earth? When Jesus comes, how many years will we still live on this earth? Another thousand years. And heaven will still be there. But you ask God. And this is in Isaiah. Isaiah was 800 years before Jesus came. You ask God then. God says, what happened to heaven and earth? Have been. To me, it has passed. That's the pain you are dealing with. Then you are now afraid of tomorrow. To him, tomorrow has passed. (laughs) (laughs) To you, hey! They want to kill us! They want to kill us all! It has passed, it has finished. And in his book, you are okay after the moon tomorrow pass. To God, only the thousand year reign of Christ has passed. And you are going to be there by the mercies of God. Yeah. <laughs> so you see the God we are working with, the God we are dealing with, how he thinks. The everlasting God. Let's see the Deuteronomy chapter 33. Let's see something. Deuteronomy chapter 33. I'll begin to round up. 
Uh, God has helped us today. Yes. Amen. Everything's gonna be alright. Hey. <laughs> Everything's gonna be alright. Amen. Deuteronomy, where is it now? It's like God has blessed us so much today. I'm just playing. Amen. And just playing, we are playing with the scriptures, playing with, with the word, and the, the God is blessing us. Amen. Grace. They feel a grace. It's a grace today. Amen. It's grace that does that. Amen. It's not me. It's grace. Uh, Deuteronomy 32. Let's see it. Uh, verse. Verse 27. Are we all there? Verse 27. Verse 27 with a loud amen. Amen. The eternal God is thy refuge. And underneath are the everlasting arms. The eternal God is whose refuge? Is my refuge. It's only 33, verse 27. Who is your refuge? Hey, breaking news. My home. We are going to God. Oh, yes. Oh, we are going to God. Oh. Eternal God is who is our refuge. Then under Him are what? The ever that's everlasting life. The everlasting arms. What's the everlasting arms for? Underneath are the everlasting arms, and he shall thrust out the enemy from before thee, and shall she destroy them. Now, people can interpret that in the Old Testament to mean their physical enemies. Hmm? But in the New Testament, the enemies are inside your heart. The Philistines are your wrong attitude. The Philistines are your malice, your envy. Your unforgiveness. The issues of your heart. Those are the Philistines. Amen? So everlasting life, what does it do? It deletes it. It will war. Jehovah, the man of war, it will war. Until you are safe. Now after a man has been warred by with everlasting arms, he's now ready for the eternal God. Praise the name of the Lord. The eternal God is thy refuge. And underneath are the everlasting arms. And he shall thrust out the enemy from before thee. And shall say, destroy them. So who, who does the work of judging the enemy? The everlasting arms. A man who has gotten to the true God, to eternal life, is a man who has made full peace with God. No more weight. So the everlasting arms is to judge weight. You must be light in the spirit. That weight is flesh. You must be light in the spirit. So who is light in the spirit will be amiable to whatever God wants. You'll be easily entreatable with what God wants. Am I communicating? In a soul who is light in the spirit will have time for God. Let me make it, let me make it practical. That's the full stop of it. 
Yes. Uh, no more, that was no more parable. <laughs> last, last. Amen. I want to have, I mean, have time for God. It's not just okay that you come for fellowship and you go to church. You will have time to hear messages. Have time to read your Bible. Yes. That's a soul who has become weightless in the spirit. You'll be seeing that in your 24 hours, apart from working 8 to 10 hours, other legitimate things, food, whatever, 1 to 2 hours, you have, you have at least you have 2 to 3 hours for God. If you are really weightless. Do you know what kind of feels that 2 to 3 hours? Should I name them? Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp, Netflix, movies, shows, TikTok. There are plenty, many things. Just, you can start, I know you can't just delete them like that. Do you get me? Let's be honest with ourselves. You can't just delete them, but you can douse the anointing. Small, small. Reduce your eye view on Instagram. Reduce, if you watch more than one movie a day, there's a problem. Stop it. If you spend more than three hours in a day watching shows, stop it. You have not given God enough time. First start by cutting back. Sap that venom. Dry it up a little bit. So that wait, you are free. You become free. Then some people will say, ah, I don't know what to do. If I now know what just in my mind, they will now start thinking some funny thoughts. What were you doing in between when you were not watching it? Where you just lying down and doing nothing? Do something. Play a message. Open your Bible. Re- replay messages that blessed you. If you don't want to say, maybe you can't start a new one. Every one you started before, finish it. Replay something that has blessed you so the thing can sink. So that once as you heard, twice, once as you spoken, twice have you heard. If you, if you say, ah, I don't really feel like ah, no, that's all, no, I don't. one that has blessed you before, start there. Play it again. Praise God, somebody. Father, you will help us. We, you, will, you will grace us. Thank you for today. We exalt your holy name. We lift you up on high. We give you all the praise. You will remove the weights that so easily beset us. You will deliver us from sin and death. And you will deliver us from hell and death. And over all the power of the enemy. You will help us, my Father. You will make us witless. We will not have many other things that are contrary to you anymore. Let today be a living of deliverance, beginning of deliverance for many. 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 You will begin to make space for you. Yes. Those weights are so easily beset. We begin to drop them one by one. We begin to reduce them one by one. Grace is ample in the house in the name of Jesus. To let go of weights. To let go of weights. Ah, there's so much grace in the house today. To let go of weights that easily beset us. We become weightless in the spirit of vanity. Weightless in the spirit of flesh. In the mighty name of Jesus.
Jesus. Shabala hasefediha. Malika sapalagi esi afatala bahasi pali ebeto maye kalaka yekuvari. Emelika matasi berika zafadika ziveriha. Thank you, my Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. Amen. Honey, please come. Let's pray for you. Let's pray for. Oh, it's a bad day. It's a bad day. Who wants to help us sing Happy Birthday? Can somebody? Ivy, can you? Birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy Let's pray for her. Uh, you can start the prayer. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim.